Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Rip City Soccer Moms podcast for the spring 2018 season. I know what you're thinking, JD, but I want to listen to you and your sweet, sweet voice. We'll all be back this fall talking football, so stay tuned. And also, the band is getting back together. Yes, that's right. Me and Austin are going to be podcasting together once again come this fall. So stay tuned to hear Austin whine and complain about the Blazers and me sit there and laugh at him. Let's get into Blazers basketball. I know, it's a throwback episode. It's the last episode of the season. You're thinking, yeah, J.D., I want it. I want it. Give me that Blazers basketball. Nobody wants to watch the Blazers right now. Just let that hang in there. I watched four playoff games of the Blazers, and I didn't want to watch the Blazers play. The Blazers have some big problems, and we're going to address some of them. Um, We're going to go three on three here. We're going to do the three big questions. I'm going to tell you what you want to watch for the upcoming week. And then I'll give you a sweet, sweet sound off from uh, the Rip City Soccer Moms all in the next 15 minutes. So get your butt on a treadmill and let's do this thing. Uh, first thing the Blazers need to do this offseason is they need to fire Neil O'Shea. Uh, the fact Neil O'Shea is still employed at one center court in Portland, Oregon is an absolute joke. Uh, I'm not talking about the, sh- the absolutely terrible contracts the man handed out because they're garbage and we know that and they infuriate me. This is, in fact, the second time I'm taping this episode because I could not not cuss and yell and complain when I thought about Neil O'Shea and how absolutely useless of a GM he is. So, let's get after him. Here's the issue. Neil, in his exit interviews, wanted to talk about how no player wants to come to Portland, how it's just a hard market to recruit players and blah, 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 blah. No, Neil, that's your job. Don't insult the whole city because you're incompetent at convincing players to come play there. There are way worse places to live and play in, and people were convinced to go there. When Denver, which is a worse team and an on-par-with-us city is convincing players to come who are older and will have problems dealing with altitude. There's an issue, Neil, and the issue is you. You arrogant soap opera playing bastard. You need to be gone, period. When you start besmirching the city and besmirching the franchise that you work for and all of the problems that that franchise currently has is a direct result of you, there's a problem. You need to take accountability, stop acting like a millennial, and take responsibility for the actions in which have put us in this pit of misery. And anybody who doesn't think getting swept in the first round is a pit of misery is an idiot, and you don't need to listen to this podcast anymore. You need to leave. And you need to turn in your intelligent NBA fan card. Because right now, the Blazers are in purgatory. They aren't going to ever be bad enough to get another draft pick that can help the team right away, a.k.a. a Damian Lillard, a C.J. McCollum, somebody like that. They're just not, that's just not going to happen with where they're at. And they'll just get, keep getting swept in the first round until inevitably Damian Lillard asks, demands a trade or C.J. demands a trade or they just leave. 
like LaMarcus Aldridge did. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to is when LaMarcus left, we had the we had the genius level GM that we have now and Neil O'Shea decide I'm I'm just going to try and fix it on the run and not really care about the fact that there's not a lot of time left. <sighs> Neil needs to be gone. That's number 1. I mean, that's that that goes without saying. I mean, the guy's just an ass. Issue two, and this is the one where it's going to be a little bit harder. Um, it it's time to break up Damon CJ, and I hate saying that because they're they're two top forty players in the NBA to me, and I just don't. They just can't play together, not with how we need this team built. And there just comes a time to do it. Golden State did it, and it worked out perfectly for them when they got rid of Monte Ellis. And unfortunately, I think that CJ might be the Monte Ellis. Uh, I think there's some interesting trades out there for CJ. Um, I know one was floated that would be the Knicks' first-round prick and Frank Nicotera, which I think would be really interesting. I like Frank Nicotera. He's young. He's a really good defensive point guard. Um you still have that power two guard lineup that you have with Dame and you have a, you have a lottery ticket and you have a chance to get another good young player and hope that that works out. Um, CJ for Kawhi is an interesting one. I don't see that one happening, but you never know. In all honesty, I mean, there's, there's just some stuff that could happen. They could change some stuff, shake some stuff up. Uh, CJ for Gordon Hayward. Could be an interesting one, depending on what Boston decides to do. Uh, like, let's say Boston ends up wanting to do the Kyrie and a first for Kawhi Leonard, and then all oh, they'll need another, like they might need another guard because Kyrie will be gone. So maybe CJ. I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff. I I'm going on the assumption that Portland keeps Dame. Uh, I don't know play wise if that's the best thing. And I love Dame and I love CJ. I just I just don't know. But I will say that I think that because he's the face of the franchise and because fans are so connected to him, I don't think there's any chance that Portland gets rid of uh, CJ McCollum. Or, sorry, Damian Lillard. I did, just not right now. I don't see it. And if they did, I would hope that it would be something wild. I would hope that it would be like Dame, CJ, Chief, all of them gone. We're building the team around Zach Collins which might not be the worst idea because we know Zach is good and that we're going to get into that in part three, the pl- the players that we really are excited about keeping this season. But it would be kind of interesting if Portland went super young and said, you know what? We're just going to wait out Golden State. We're going to wait out these super teams and we're going to build a good young team. It's essentially the Philadelphia what the Philadelphia 76ers did. I mean... I, I'm definitely a trust-the-process person. I'm a, I'm a hank, hinky fanboy. I, I mean, I just... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what the Blazers do. I don't know a way to get out of this because you, I mean, you have Myers Leonard making $10 million to do nothing, and you have Evan Turner making seventeen. You're just You're just stuck, and it's not a good feeling because it's... it's look at the 82 regular season games this year. Be honest with yourself. How many games did you actually have fun watching the Blazers? 
the win streak. The win streak was fun. Those 13 games were fun because the Blazers were playing fun basketball. But how often did the Blazers were the Blazers actually fun? Actually an enjoyable basketball team to watch where you're like, oh man, let me talk to my friends. Where on the NBA League pass scale would the Blazers rank? Not high. They weren't fun. It wasn't fun this year. One team can win a championship a year. That doesn't mean that your team has to play garbage basketball where it's not enjoyable for the fans to watch. And unfortunately, that's what the Blazers chose to do this year, Um, which is just heartbreaking. Uh, Let's go into, not to like change time too quickly, but understanding that you're on that treadmill, you got a few more minutes left, and you're going to listen to me for a little bit longer. Uh, Let's talk about players and kind of what the Blazers need to do this offseason. The big question mark will be Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, do the Blazers resign him? Do they let him walk? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because there's 20 games a season where you look at Nurk and think, oh man, Nurk is it. He is the guy. Like, we could build this team with Nurk being the third banana. And then there's games where you just sit there and you're just like, I don't want Nurk in this game. Most of the most of the playoff game against New Orleans, I didn't want Nurk in there. Zach was out playing him. And we know that Zach's going to be a stretch for that four or five tweener for us. I, I just don't buy Nurk. Like I love Nurk. I think he's a great player. I think he's a great guy. I think he's exactly what we needed at the time. I no longer am invested in use of Nurkage being a blazer long-term. And if you would have had that conversation with me last fall, I would have not had that same mentality. Um, other free agents for us, Evan Turner, or not, sorry, Evan Turner is not a free agent and never will be because of that contract. Um, Ed Davis, I think, is a player that I would want to keep. Even if we let Nurkic walk and just start Ed at the five with Zach at the four, I would be okay with that if that's the route we're going to go. I just think Ed Davis is fit with us well, and if you can get him on a good contract, keeping him as that backup five I think is important. Uh, Pat Connaughton. It's been real. It's been fun. It hasn't been real fun, but you got to let Pat walk. And the same goes for Shabazz Napier. The Blazers have done a really good job at developing young guards, and there just comes a time to let those guards walk. Um, I would be interested to see kind of what the Blazers' next move is because uh, I just don't know. And in, in this time frame I honestly don't know what the Blazers are going to do that's scary Um, I know that we have a first round pick this year which is always great Uh, we're still in cap hell Um, maybe you can get out from Mo Harkless's contract because there's games where he played up to that contract this season but most of the time Mo did not actually play up to anything uh Chief balled out all playoffs long. I love Chief. I don't want to get rid of Chief. I There is no way to get better that I see. And that is the first and worst feeling in the world. There is no path to relevancy for the Portland Trailblazers. That will make fans feel good. And will make tickets be sold well. There's, there's just not. And... That's a real reality, and that sucks, and that's something we as a fan base are going to need to deal with. I will say this. 
do not buy any Blazers merchandise or tickets or anything like that if they keep Neil O'Shea. Neil O'Shea needs to be gone just because of the way he has treated these these fans and the way that he's treated these players. It's time for Neil to be gone, and I will not support the Portland Trail Blazers until Neil O'Shea is gone. And that sucks because I love basketball and the fact I'm going to be back in the Rose City and being able to watch it all the time. It'll be rough, but I refuse to support the Portland Trail Blazers until they do the right thing and get rid of Neil O'Shea. So that's basketball Blazers coverage on the last episode of the Rip City Soccer Moms podcast for spring 2K18. Um, Let's talk about what's upcoming this week. And hell, we can talk about what's upcoming for a while. Uh, NBA Finals in June uh, is one of the ones to have on your radar. Um, This week specifically, if you are a fan of sports, watch the San Jose Las Vegas round of the NHL playoffs. Uh, Vegas is the best story in sports, an expansion team that is in the second round. As of this recording, they are up two to one. Uh, that's going to be kind of a fun game and they'll play whoever wins that series will play the winner of Winnipeg and Nashville. Nashville's down two to one in that series. Uh, I still think Nashville will end up pulling it out, but don't sleep on Winnipeg with, uh, how big their players are. Winnipeg is a matchup nightmare. Um, yeah. So then we get preseason football in August. Um, OTAs are going to open late July. Um, Rookie mini camps are coming up in about a month, so we'll get a chance to see all of those great NFL rookies in their uniforms. But yeah, that's it. That's what's upcoming. Um, I want to spend a special thank you to all of my listeners for this spring season. Uh, I know we changed the format around a lot, and we did some new stuff, and I'm really glad that you stuck with me to see kind of how this project goes. Uh, and we'll be back in the fall with the uh, the reunion of the two musketeers, the uh, two guys that will yell at you about Blazers basketball and crappy cheap beer. Uh, for until then, uh, I'm JD. You've listened to the Rip City Sacramoms podcast, and uh, go fire Neil O'Shea.